Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right, guys, we're back with another episode. There's another bonus episode. This is a creator profile chasing, oh my God, (laughs) for the Yakking for Bass Challenge. Guys, if you have not registered yet, what are you waiting for? Sign up today. Go to the show notes. If you're on your phone, click on the X link. It's going to take you to an app. Download it. Sign up today. We are going to be giving away a pair of Shady Rays polarized sunglasses to one of the first 25 registrants. We're going to give away a pair of polarized sunglasses. We partnered with Shady Rays. I told you guys we were still working with other people, and this is one of those that just got finalized this week, actually. So, guys, sign up today. The first 25 non-creators that register are going to get entered to win a pair of polarized sunglasses. I'm amped. But, guys, that's not all you can win don't forget who else sponsor is sponsoring this this tournament. You've got Cadence Fishing. Go fish, give back. Sportsman's Alliance out there supporting your outdoor rights. Tethered, the premier outdoor saddle company. Yak Attack for all of your kayak needs, such as Vacation Rentals, who's donating a three-day stay in a cabin on a fully stocked trout stream in North Georgia. Do the $1,200 worth of prizes right there are going to be given away. Five prizes you can win just by signing up and registering a single... Oh, I'm sorry. Five prizes, five people are going to win guaranteed, two of which all you have to do is register one legal fish. So, Chase, I don't see any reason why somebody shouldn't, having heard this podcast, sign up and be in this tournament competing against us come June 1st. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, if you have a kayak or canoe or paddleboard, just just sign up. And, heck, the $25, like I said, five of it goes towards the tournament. But a lot of that money is going to go to giving back to conservation to the Sportsman's Alliance. So that's a reason to sign up in itself, I believe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this you get to shut us up. You get to win some cool stuff. And on top of that, you get – and you get to give back to conservation. So – for sure, it's 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 awesome. So, uh, on this episode, we've got the Whitetail Distraction guys, Austin and Charles. They are a hoot. If you haven't been following them on Instagram, you are missing out. They are easily Chase's favorite page on Instagram right now. Oh yeah, no doubt, man. The memes that they're putting out on a daily basis have me <laughs> cracking up. I, I mean, I'm just there was times where I'm even just sitting by myself in a room and they're. Uh, Instagram Instagram feed pops up and I'm looking at it and I just start dying laughing at these memes. So if you get a chance, check out their page because they're definitely blasting out some uh, awesome content for the uh, Yakin' for Bass Challenge. 
Yeah, absolutely. And they and as it is right now, there are only northern teams. So we've got a lot of PA, Ohio, Michigan, New York, New Jersey listeners. Uh, if you got concerns about fishing against uh, guys in the south, which I've covered a hundred times, and I cover on this episode, uh, Austin and Charles bring it back up. The best fishing is coming up for you guys up north. Our worst fishing for the summer is coming up. Um, but if you want to compete against some guys that are, are there representing your, your part of the U.S., these are your boys. So uh, subscribe to their podcast, sub, um, follow them on Instagram, like them on Facebook, get out there and, and show them some love for, for partnering with us and all the funny, creative memes that they're putting out. They're utterly hysterical. I think my favorite was me uh, flexing on John Cena. That that was my, uh, my favorite today. Oh, no doubt. If you want some shock value, go back and look at that, uh, guys. Maybe they'll put it back up on their page. It was an awesome meme. I hope so. I hope so. If they do, I'll, I'll be sure to share it to our story. It'll it'll dang sure get people going. But, uh, guys, we're going to keep this intro short. We're going to keep these, these little creator profile bonus episodes short. So here we go. Austin and Charles from the Whitetail Distraction Podcast coming to you now. Guys, we are back with another creator profile We've had uh, we've recorded one of these. We've dropped. We got a couple more lined up for you guys. But this week, uh, we're taking a shift. We're instead of talking about a southern guys because clearly we have the best fishermen down here in the south. We figured we'd we'd throw a bone and not wait till last to get the only northern team that we've got uh, locked up for this tournament on the podcast. And we figured we'd give them their you know 15 minutes of glory now before the lines start getting wet and. You know, lips start getting ripped down here. You know, we we figured we'd go ahead and give them the spotlight. You know, kind of give them a little little handicap on the on the on the uh, on the green, if you'd say. Uh, but uh, we, we have got the two gentlemen that have undisputedly, without question, been the biggest hype men for this tournament. I'm talking like they they must be getting no work done. They must be neglecting their home lives. These guys are just creating the most hysterical Instagram stories. I've got Austin and Charles of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast on the phone. Gentlemen, I mean, first off, I just got to thank you for what you're doing to promote the tournament. But secondly, thanks for coming on the line. Absolutely, man. We're excited to be on, and thanks for having us. We just, uh, we're just we excited about the tournament, so you can tell our excitement in our uh, Instagram stories. Yeah. <laughs> and, and first off, I self-proclaim this, but we are the kings of the North. I mean, there's no one else in the North to dispute it, so we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> the undisputed, by default, Absolutely. the undisputed, undisputed by default, Kings of the North. That's right. And not only that, I mean, our spawn and stuff's not going to start kicking in real hot beginning of June. So watch out, boys. We don't climb that leaderboard real quick. Dude, I know. I was I was on the 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 White Tail. Um, I was on the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast the other day, and John up there in Michigan, he's like, "Well, you know, you guys have all those big fish." I was like. Two reasons why y'all are in the running. One, the spawn is kicking off then. Two, 85 to 90 degree water temps in, July, in June down here. I mean, like, <laughs> our worst fishing is, is ahead of us, like, for the rest of the summer, you know? So, y'all do have, like, a legit advantage. If y'all could pull a couple old fat, you know, well, I mean, what do y'all have up there? Smallmouth? We got smallmouth and largemouth. Oh, you and got both. Have, uh, hybrids, hybrid striped bass, too. Well, that's not that doesn't count. That's not a black bass. I know. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you can take a you can take a picture of it and put yeah, it on yeah. the bump board. Yeah, we'll just deny it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deduct. We'll deduct from your other fish. Is what we'll do. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be there'll be negative points by the end of the tournament. <laughs> negative inches. 
we do we do have some bigger fish up here. Our largemouth get pretty decent size, but man, they yeah. are far between. You really got to find the hot spots. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think I think another thing that that we can touch on later is just re- reiterate that this is a uh, this is a length competition. <laughs> um, you know, this is one of those things where it really doesn't matter if you have fat fish. I mean, you just you just have to register a a grown fish. And I and I, I have a feeling, and I I'm not uh, privy to to firsthand knowledge on this, but I kind of have a feeling that fish the largemouth get about the same size uh, when fully mature uh, lengthwise. Just about anywhere in the states, I think the difference is how big do they get. You know, how how heavy do they get? I think it's probably uh, a bigger differentiator. Um, but uh, before we go down that pipe too far, I wanted to give you guys an opportunity. I'm certain with our heavy core Southern listener base that there's at least a couple guys that don't know who you are. And y'all run a very interesting, very uh, enjoyable podcast up there. Your your intro is, is second to none. In fact, I think that is the most creative, and I've told you this before, that's the most creative intro of all the hunting podcasts I listen to. Um, oh, much appreciated. Yeah, man. no, dude, well deserved. So, give everybody like a brief overview who who you are, what kind of content they can expect from y'all, and why so they should tune in every day. Well, we're really just two avid outdoorsmen, man. We just love to get out in the woods. We love to hunt. We love to fish. We love to do anything outdoors. And then Austin, him and I kind of met through a mutual friend, and the more and more we got to get together, we kind of bonded with that that hunting buddy that i think a lot of people can relate to you know you get that hunting buddy all you do every time you get together you start talking hunting. well he gets me into podcasting and we kind of start going you know I'm, I'm really getting hooked on this and one day we both were just like hey why don't we start our own podcast we love talking about hunting we're going to keep it campfire style you know laid back storytelling we're going to focus on stories I'm like, that sounds great. You know, let's do it. We jumped right in, man. And our podcast really is. It's just that. It's very laid back. It's a lot of stories. It's it's little tactics. You know, we do get the big name guys on our episodes, and we love talking to those guys because we look for people that we really idolize, people that we love to hear from, and we try to bring those guy, kind of guys on. But then we have a handful of episodes, maybe half our episodes are just local guys around here that nobody else would know about any other way except maybe through our podcast. So we bring them in. They're getting it done. These guys have the tactics that relate to this area. And it's that's what goes over probably biggest of anybody that listens to our podcast. It's this area. It's real. It's relatable. So, I mean, that's kind of what we bring. And you know, for the most part, it's just two guys that have probably 15, 16 years experience in the woods. And, you know, we just love talking about it. Yeah, I did have that response. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't leave a whole lot of meat left on that bone, did he? <laughs> nah, dude, he pointed at me. I was like, I got this, man. Throw it all in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's clear. I've said this before. Somebody carries the weight in this relationship up there, and uh, the other's just there for a, a Hidden Valley sponsorship. So. for for those who don't get that joke uh charles is a self-proclaimed pro staffer for hidden valley uh i i'm a little surprised and a little disappointed that his most recent turkey kill he didn't pose instead of with his bow with a bottle of hidden valley ranch i think that would have been hysterical 
Let's um, go. It's yet to come. I preserved the bird. It's just I, I was out of ranch, so I had to You go through a lot of ranch when you try, you know, you have to really experience it. You, to become a ranch dressing expert, you got to go through it all, man. You really do. <laughs> One day we'll have you come on here and talk about that arduous process of, uh, of, 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 of the training that's involved and the, 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 the chemistry behind it. But uh, – you know, so guys, let's do this. Let's let's dig a little deeper on what you said. Y'all didn't introduce yourselves. So, who are you individually, and what are your your biggest passions uh, as individual hosts of the show? All right. Well, uh, I'll start it off then. Uh, my name's Austin Schweitzer. You know, grew up, born and raised in Pennsylvania. Just uh, really, my family, honestly, my whole life have been big into the outdoors, hunting, fishing, everything. So I just kind of grew up basically around that whole whole system. I mean, pretty much everyone, including my mom, everybody hunts and fishes. And it's really actually a pretty cool way to grow up. And, you know, my main passion is whitetail hunting, but I, I love fishing. I love turkey hunting. I like trapping. And pretty much anything outdoors, I'm, I'm pretty much game for. So, Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And my name is Charles Hedlund. I also grew up in this area. We're up in northwest Pennsylvania. And this kind of area is a really good area to grow up with. And if you're going to be involved in the outdoors, you know, we have all four seasons that you can be doing something outside. You know, bow hunting is my passion 100% all the way through and through. But man, that turkey bug got me about two years ago. and I've been really caught up on it as well. So turkey hunting, rabbit hunting, small game hunting up here is huge. We've got beagles that we run, you know, all winter long when there's nothing else to do. And then fishing in the summer, man. Grew up as a little kid. I was on a pontoon boat probably five days old, you know, just right there. And my dad was fishing off the side. You know, I grew up on the water, on a boat, fishing off the shores, camping, hunting, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, me personally, I just, I love the outdoors. I love being outside. I dig that. I, I, I can't think of a better lifestyle. I mean, honest to God, I, I think about a lot, how a lot of people live their lives and camping and hiking and all kinds of stuff sounds really enjoyable, but I, I don't know how you, like, I, I am really worried about the day that I get up and I go outside and like my bones creak and my legs hurt and it's like, God, I can't make it out there, but this is the first cold front of the year. Like, I think that's when I'm going to sl- like slip into some kind of like crazy ass depression. <laughs> yeah man that, that day terrifies me too so <laughs> so hopefully so, that never happens yeah. <laughs> yeah. better keep working out yeah keep keep working out or or, or uh go out early with a florida black bear just in the saga you know <laughs> some kind of crazy note right i mean <laughs> could happen on that note tomorrow i'm gonna start taking vitamins so (laughs) i might have to hang up the ranch dressing that comes with a 25 pound swing does it well no doubt that solves that problem (laughs) that explains it what i need to figure out what to do to lose the other 25 (laughs) <laughs> it's a start <laughs> it's the effort that counts right that's what they say in school right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh man well guys so how much fishing do you guys do let's transition from the whitetail distraction podcast which is mainly hunting in fact i don't think you've had a podcast to date that isn't that isn't hunting uh 
how do y'all spend your your off season fishing up in PA? What's it like up there? So starting um, around the middle of April is when our trout season comes in. So me and Charles actually do quite a bit of trout fishing. Not so much this year because we just ran out of time, honestly. I mean, the season's still in. We can still go out and catch some, but I'm kind of more on the uh, on the smallmouth kick right now. So, But typically, I mean, throughout the summer, honestly, my wife loves bass fishing. So we go out pretty frequently. I Lucky mean, nights dog. after work. And, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> God. Yeah. She's not the biggest hunter. She doesn't really dig that. But yeah, who she cares? Holy crap. The off season when you're miserable, you get to go out with your wife and go fishing. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm going to have to get her in on this competition, too, because she loves fishing from a kayak. Oh, man. So, yeah, man. She's going to have to fish against me. <laughs> uh, it probably didn't help when we took her out rabbit hunting in, like, negative five degrees. And yeah. Degrees. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't work out well. <laughs> she didn't have any fun that day. No. <laughs> it's the warmth, man. But yeah, I mean, like I mentioned before, we, we got all four seasons up here. So, you know, as our spring comes in and those waters stay nice and cool and trout season comes in, we had a lot of fun. And I know I had a lot of fun on the streams and uh, little creeks in this area and casting the, the line. And that's where it starts. And then from there, man, as soon as turkey season ends, it's, it's all in on fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of bass fishing. The, the shorelines are really hot. Um, and then it goes right into walleye fishing for us. Yep, big time. Walleye fishing here is, is huge. You know, there's a lake near us where my biggest fish caught was like 30 inches. For a walleye. For huge. walleye. It's pretty good size when you're talking a lake. That yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but night fishing, uh, a lot of night fishing, it's really good. Yep. And then come the wintertime, we got the hard water angling, man. That's right. You got to come up and do a little ice fishing yourself there, Walter. <laughs> that sounds Kings of the north <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say i'm gonna dress i'm gonna dress like that dude y'all photoshopped me on when i come up there too <laughs> what's that guy's name that is oh oh man you're, you're killing me now on the spot giants fan you guys cannot be seriously ripping on me for not watching game of thrones and you sit here now and can't tell me what the character's name is red bearded fellow well, from game you of put thrones. me on this Oh, Thurmond. Thurmond. Thurmond, yeah. yeah. I was thinking Thurron. I'm like, that ain't right. There you go. <laughs> so, Thurmond. There you go. Well, it, yeah, that, that's, that's how I'm yeah, going to dress up. <laughs> I like it, man. You're going to have to because I might have to lend you some clothes because it gets pretty cold up here, man. <sighs> oh, my goodness. No trees out on the ice, man. That wind hits and it just howls. Or awesome. you get the sunny days where you're sitting out there with no shirt on ice fishing mm-hmm. on ice and it's – it's amazing. Yeah, those are my favorite. Ted Gump. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Well. I did, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really in on the cold, but, I mean, I'll come, but I figured you weren't inviting me because you just knew I would uh, catch the biggest fish, so. Oh! I figured, was, I figured that was the case. You invited Walter because you're like, ah. <laughs> what's he gonna do I mean, come on. i'm the good looks you're the functionality of this podcast man i'm the pretty face we've said this a million times yeah exactly exactly the face of the podcast for sure <laughs> and a voice for radio what a, what a terrible combination <laughs> hey i was gonna ask um which one of you guys would you say is the best fisherman which one of you guys are gonna uh, take the trophy home 
Oh, I'm going to take the trophy home easily over Charles. I'm just saying okay. right away. All right. Yeah, no, that's fine. You know, I, I think I have better properties, though, so I don't have to be a better fisherman. I just have to get on better fish. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I'm just I'm claiming it right away. You know, I'm just going to take my kayak into them and just try to tip them over in the water as soon as we get in. <laughs> Already got some sabotage here. <laughs> we play dirty, man. North plays dirty. There's no messing around up here. <laughs> it's competition time, man. That, that comes from my roots, playing sports and just being the, probably one of the most competitive people that I know. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm looking forward to it yeah I'm looking forward to it i think i think one of the most interesting things about pa is there's such a diversity of things to do there um like the idea that you have walleye trout smallmouth striped bass largemouth like i don't think about that when i'm just sitting at home thinking about places in the, in the country that i want to travel to like pa just doesn't even like register without thought about you know having that kind of diversity of things to do from ice fishing to deer hunting and all that stuff and I, I just think it's kind of interesting you know PA isn't just farmland like a lot of Ohio is and stuff like that I mean what what do you think the most underrated fishing in PA is probably our pike and musky fishing honestly see I didn't even bring that up I didn't even know that y'all had pike and musky oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah you can hook into some pretty big musky up here and if you don't have the right setup you're toast it yeah there's some pretty big ones i mean even pike you can get into pretty big pike and they're honestly a blast man i love catching them yeah is 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 what's the difference between a muskie and a pike so you have your your pickerel family there's a whole bunch of different pickerel yep, there's, we got pickerel down here pickerel. Yep. yeah oh, do you okay yep, chain you guys pickerel. have what like grass pickerel and stuff like that chain chain pickerel yeah chain pickerel yep. so and then you have your northern variety, and they get a lot larger, and they're a lot more predatory than the than the smaller ones. But then you have your muscalunge family, so you have your regular muskies, and then you go into your tiger muskies, and oh. they get significantly larger than than any pike do. I mean, you could get length and weight, length yeah. and weight. You could hook into a fifty five inch muskie up here. Holy yeah. crap! Oh, wow. Oh yeah. There's one on the wall. I can't. <laughs> yeah, and you better be running a pretty heavy bait caster at least 65 pound braid and a pretty heavy steel leader too. So it's, you yeah. want something heavy for them. Yeah. My dad hooked into one ice fishing, pulled through the ice, mm-hmm. big old tiger muskie. Holy cow. Yeah. Barely fit through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and that's what's cool is, I mean, you can be fishing the same lake and get into every single species we just mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's the runoff where the dam is and it's got, you know, the, the quick runoff or it's the deep parts of the lake where the bigger fish are hanging out or, you know, the shallow ends where you're, you're fishing for bass and crappie and uh, bluegill perch, you know, everything. Yeah. You start hitting those grass beds. Like we usually hit the grass beds at night for walleye and you can hook into a large mouth. I mean, typically that, that happens at least once a night, but you'll be slamming walleye all night. And then all of a sudden you have a big old musky grab a hold of your lure and oh, you're, yeah. just, you're toast, man. Cause you're running a lot lighter line and stuff like that. And then you're just, it's almost instant. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Sounds like we're missing out. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's uh, aside Other... from, aside from dealing with all the Amish when you're deer hunting, it seems like uh, a pretty, <laughs> pretty deep. Oh, dude, them and their Mennonite machine guns, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. 
So you ever hear of uh, <laughs> like you got your Remington 760s and your Remington yeah. 7600s those pumps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'll have their magazine capacity full, and you'll just start hearing boom, 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 boom. And they all start shooting, and they don't have to reload because they got a million rounds in them. <laughs> They're just called Mennonite machine guns, dude. They kill everything. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. I mean, that's a 25-person group limit yeah. for hunting, mm-hmm. and you'll see them. There'll be well over 50 guys. You know, push them with pots and pans. No gun, pots and pans, and the other end is just 20 guys lined up. Holy Shoot shit. Dang. Wow. It's intense, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you just keep driving. You see them, you just keep driving. <laughs> what happens in PA stays in PA. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. So who is each of you? Who is your your biggest uh bass fishing mentor? Let's say of all time you could fish with one person. Who would that be for each of you? You wanna go first? Yeah, honestly for me it's my older brother Russ. Um he's the one that I grew up fishing with for bass and he's always just been able to, to hook into him and man, every time we go fishing he always catches the most fish. You know, and he's a very good angler, and that's someone I need to talk to next because he loves the fish from a kayak. And Come I'm on, man. Him and my younger brother, Joe, you know, really the whole gang. <laughs> I got three brothers. They all fish from kayaks. They all need to be in this tournament because then then you'll really see the competitive side in me. Start bringing that sibling in. Oh, man. <laughs> Family rivalry. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Oh, dude, I even forgot that I didn't think. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I don't, I don't know, it's kind of like a mix for me. It's probably a mix between either my grandpa or a couple of my uncles, because there's a few of my uncles that took me out fishing all the time, but my grandpa was really uh, really the first person that took me out fishing and really showed me the ropes, and he was used to fishing for everything. I mean, when he lived in Texas, he was shark fishing all the time and bass fishing, I mean, trout fishing in peru like all over the freaking world man he just he was a wealth of knowledge for fishing so i'd probably say him right on right on well guys let's uh let's move into some rapid fire questions we're gonna keep this kind of short uh this episode here and then we're gonna i said to think before that we're gonna have you on for a a longer episode uh, probably maybe during the tournament you know we're gonna be doing some kind of uh fisherman updates if somebody you know makes a run up the leaderboard you know if uh somebody's brother suddenly takes a a first place lead over a creator will have to, you know, allow that person uh, space to talk smack, uh, no matter who that is. But uh, Chase, I am ready if you are. Yeah, I'm ready. I got your uh, message. So awesome. Locked and loaded. Ten four. I'm gonna start. Here we go. Who is the better hunter, Austin or Charles? Oh, that's dude. gotta be me, hands down. It has to be Charles. One hundred percent is a better hunter than Austin. I'm here to say it. <laughs> You know why? Because I get out more than he does. So I got to be better because I just, you know, I got to put in more work and, and get out there and, and learn more, right? You, you definitely kill more does than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, better? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this. If, I, if we're measuring size of hunter by opportunity rather than success in killing a deer, I mean, I got you by a mile, man. All right, I five <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, after today, we you definitely fire more rounds than he does, right? 
Actually, he has still shot more than me this year. <laughs> oh, man. He doesn't have a bird to speak for, so, hey, no saying, man. Yeah, I'm, I didn't hear that story. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> that story didn't make the Instagram story, huh? No. <laughs> We we better move on to the next question. There we go. The, of the North start battling out there. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> all right, guys. Bow or gun hunting for deer? Bow all day. Yeah. yeah. Not even close. I almost gave up. A, I gave up my gun here a couple years ago. It's all bow. You get to hunt Sweet. with either the bone collector or you get to hunt with a red arrow. Who are you going to hunt with? Oh. I think I'm going to go Red Arrow because he hunts more of my style. Yeah, dude. Okay. I think I have to do the same thing, honestly. I love Michael Waddell, but... Yeah. <laughs> Is that Red Beard? Dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just got to go with the Red Beard. Turn him red. <laughs> Michael, if you're listening, we still love you. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, we will yeah, gladly no hunt with you uh, since the, the whitetail distraction guys do not value your 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 time. Uh <laughs> Oh, man. All right, guys. You have to think about this one. State record turkey in PA with a shotgun or a Florida state record deer with a bow? I'll go first if you want to think about that because I'll take, I'll take the state record in Florida with a bow. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. No, I, no matter how much I like turkey hunting, I'm still going for that state record. Yeah, <laughs> dude. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So the the crazy thing is, I was hoping to set you up to where you you'd favor the the former rather than the latter. Chase, what's the state record in Florida? Isn't it like a hundred and seventy something inches? Uh, well, I mean, for a non typical, it's actually two hundred. But there you the, go. My my cousin or my wife's uh, cousin's husband, he actually has the state record in Florida with a bow. See, there you go. And it was a hundred and fifty eight inches. There you gross. go. Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that'd still be a big deer. I'd shoot 158 inch deer any day. <laughs> any state, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. What happens if Austin's wife outfishes him in this tournament? I can see it happening. I can see it happening, too, honestly, man. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you what. I say I'm the better fisherman than me and Charles, but I'll almost bet that my wife kicks my butt, dude. <laughs> what happens, man? What, what 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 what's the solution? What what's the best way to treat this if your wife outfishes you? What's the consequence? Listen, man, she like lucks her ass into some big fish sometimes, <laughs> and I cannot believe it. <laughs> okay. I think we need to. Uh, I think we need to go on a wager here. If your wife outfishes you, Austin, and records. More inches in this tournament, you have to get a tattoo of my boots. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll tell you. It's real. I'll tell you what we're going to do. If Austin, if your wife outfishes you, she gets to come on the podcast and talk about and brag about how she outfished you. Deal. All right. <laughs> come on. I'm trying to get him into a bad tattoo. Because that night I'm going to Baby steps, Charles. Baby steps. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, bro, you had to bring that. <laughs> I'm gonna tag this on your when we post this. I'm gonna tag this to your Facebook page. That way, she can't can't miss it, and she knows it's coming. 
Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Good. I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> that, actually, that should be the caption of the podcast. Are you scared of your wife, Austin? Absolutely not. Boom. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chase, you're up, buddy. All right, which creator is going to be the first to capsize a kayak in the tournament? Charles. 100% Charles. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been okay. kayaking for... 16 years. Is that just between us or is that all creators? All creators. Oh, is it all creators? Yes. Just us? All, all creators. It can be all creators. I'm still saying Charles. <laughs> I curse myself. I've never capsized on one yet, but well, there it goes. I just curse it. I'll be, I'll, I'll pick myself. You know why? Because I'll probably be fishing at night trying to get into one of those nice large mouths. And I'm going to hook into a muskie or a, a big old walleye. And that thing's just going to take me right in with it. <laughs> yeah. To date, I haven't I haven't capsized mine. I think Chase took it, capsized on his first maiden voyage. So he has gotten it out oh, of his yeah. system. Yeah. Well, I got hit by a giant wave. I assume it was a giant wave or a shark. I'm not really sure. It was out in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was both. <laughs> yeah. So it was not pretty. I wish I had a GoPro on because it would have been perfect, especially <laughs> when I actually found my cell phone on the bottom of the ocean floor, like five minutes later, walking around. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> At least we found it. Yeah, yeah. that's tough, man. Yeah. So it'll probably be me. <laughs> would you rather the Florida heat or the Pennsylvania cold? Pennsylvania cold. Yeah, I'm going to go Pennsylvania cold, too. I love the Florida heat. From the few times that I've been there, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a cold blooded guy. I hate it. I hate the heat down there. I hate the humidity. I hate everything about it. It just makes me angry inside. Yeah, I can put on extra clothes. I can't. There it is. Get rid of that sweat. Go off. <laughs> oh man. All right. What state, other than Florida, obviously, will place the largest fish? Ooh. I bet you one of those boys from Georgia take it. That would be a pretty good, pretty good bet. Oh, that's 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 a good thought there. No, that no love for California or Texas. If somebody from California fishes, I'm going to say California. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. There's some freaking lunkers in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to go Texas, I guess. There you go. There you go. All right. Why are you most excited about being in this tournament? I got something to prove, man. You know, I got to uh, I got to outfish Walter and you and show you guys that the north is a little bit better than the south. <laughs> Honestly, man, the most exciting part about this is I know it's going to get me out there fishing more than I would have fished mm-hmm. before I entered the tournament. Um, plus, I know my money's going towards conservation. That's something that you know we we love to support and love to put money towards big costs. So those are the two things that excite me the most. I'm just, I'm, I can't wait to be competitive, you know, have fun with this thing, and just get out and fish, man. Well, guys, this is the last question. Why should folks, folks, sorry, I always say that wrong, sign up <laughs> for this tournament? Man, honestly, if you want to have fun and just go out and fish against your friends, get your friends signed up, fish against them, fish against guys that, you listen to on podcasts or see on YouTube and you see them fishing and stuff. Kind of, I've heard a couple guys talk about it. Like, they're like, oh, man, I can outfish them guys all the time. You know, just go out and do it. You know, sign up. It's $25. It's not that much money. I mean, you can skip getting a case of beer for the week or the month or whatever you're going to do. 
to go fishing. You know, get out there, sign up a kid and take him out too, man. Just get out there, enjoy fishing, have fun, get some vitamin D in your system, and just, you know, catch a couple fish. You got plenty of prizes you can win too. Yeah, I think I would sacrifice something else other than the beer money, but <laughs> something. <laughs> Maybe I'll sacrifice a little ranch dressing and I'll get you know, you know. <laughs> it. Pretty- you know, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think everybody should join this tournament because really you take the word tournament out of it and the ch- I like the challenge word a little better. I do too. You know, because it is a challenge. Nobody's fighting here for a cash prize. We're all getting involved for one common goal. Come together, camaraderie, have fun, get out there and fish. And meanwhile, you win great prizes. You know, I'm in it just because I want to win the man's saddle, let's be honest. Okay. I'm trying to get a free saddle here. Otherwise, I would have never signed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think that's perfect. I think we should end it right there. Gentlemen, thank like you it. for coming on the podcast. Thank you for participating. The hysterical memes. Uh, that you have shared the constant promotion. I, I'm thrilled to say that we've got you uh, as, as a creator that people can fish against. And if all my Southern boys are sitting here listening to this podcast right now, help me shut them the hell up and uh, <laughs> register for this tournament. Seriously, get out there, go fish, enjoy the great outdoors, and uh, let's win some stuff while we do it. Until next time, y'all be good. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.